Hello listeners, welcome to the Dream Stream. I am Yiska Cook. And I am Ellen Ronis. Welcome to everybody. And we're here to discuss dreams and explore our dreams. So Ellen, I think you said you have one. Let's just jump right in. Yeah. <clears throat> At first I thought, wait, did we do this one last week? <laughs> I think we did. I know for sure we did mine. Yes, that's right. We, that's right. That's what I it was. You did yours. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I had a pretty funny dream and I actually, um, well, I had a couple, but I'll just start with this one. Um, so I'm, I'll say it in, in, in first person real time. <clears throat> I am skiing with my friends, Barbara Jean and Scott, who live in the Hudson Valley, very dear friends. And I'm skiing with them. And we decide to go, um, we come down this big, really big mountain. Like we just do this great run and we start to go home and then decide we want to go back up. Um, so I, I say, you know, I really want to go back up, but I need to go home first and get something. I don't know what, I, you know, what I was needing to get, but I needed to somehow prepare or pack up. I'm going to read it actually be easier. So we go back to this apartment that is ours that we're all sharing. And it's this beautiful apartment. It feels a little bit like a combination of Brooklyn and San Diego. It's got okay. like a lot of flowers like San Diego, but it's kind of got the, the, the brown stones in the front stoop. And, but it's, it's a, an apartment that we share and it's really big and gorgeous. And so I go in and I go into my room and I'm, um, I'm, uh, okay, wait, let me, let me just back up. Okay. So I go into the apartment and there's all this construction stuff like drop cloths and paint cans and ladders and there are signs on the wall like wet paint and uh, you know the door is kind of half ajar because something's being repaired and everything is just sort of like incomplete and undone but in the process of being um fixed or repaired or renovated and um i go into my room and i'm trying i'm I'm packing for this next venture of going down the mountain and I'm looking through all my clothes and there's all these wool clothing, like, but everything was ye like yellow and pink and fuchsia and orange, like very bright, like the, no cool colors at all. It was all these warm colors, like leg warmers and sweaters and scarves and they're all very similar quality. But I was like, it was one of those dreams that I've had before where I'm like rummaging through all these clothes and I don't know what's, what are these mine and what do I need? And this sort of like um, frustration or like, yeah, like I have to hurry up, but I don't know exactly know what I'm looking for, that kind of thing. Um, and another another um, piece of this is that the toilet isn't flushing, like as to go with the whole like renovation. So the toilet isn't flushed, but there's like a pink, like a balloon on top of the toilet and it's kind of blowing up. So it's like somehow the air from the toilet, it was such a weird piece of dream, but it felt significant somehow i don't know <laughs> yeah that's like a weird piece of it but um that's the smell yeah. you want amplified by like a balloon i know <laughs> yeah maybe it was going to take it away somewhere it was going to take away you know like the the energy and the smell and the whatever it was just going to somehow take it away i don't know what i don't know what that did anyway does felt sort of somehow like a piece of the dream but um 
that was the whole dream. And I, you know, I have a lot of uh, reality checks, you know. If well, you let's wanna. start with the title. What was it? Um, an adventure. Okay. And just to say for our listeners and for ourselves, um, we, we title our dreams so that we can be, it's almost like an arrow. So yeah. it's kind of showing us where we should really explore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think it's kind of like, um, I mean, I'm riffing on this just with you, just to even get more clear myself. Like sure. I think the title is also right. Like an arrow. That's a good way to put it. And <clears throat> it's the first thing that comes up, right? The first thing that comes up as the most significant thing, even though I don't, you know, if I analyzed it, I'd probably pick another thing as being more significant, uh, but I think what comes up first as a title right, right. is really important because it's something coming from the unconscious as like, I think that's important. And um, our teacher, um, Robert Moss, says, what do you want to know from the stream in a way that's just not as verbal, but mm -hmm. I feel like in the title, we kind of, I, I don't know if this is accurate. Tell me what you think, but I think that is like something significant to explore. Oh, definitely. Al almost making that question, you know, already asked. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like, what's yeah. the adventure? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Um, possible. So yes, please do the reality check. Yeah, so, um, you know, Barbara Jean and Scott are dear friends of mine, and I lived with them when I was, um, you know, post-divorce, and <clears throat> for like three years, I lived with them, and she had a big house, and, you know, I rented a Hudson Valley, you said. Hudson Valley, yeah. Mm -hmm. What town, and I ask? I, we were in Germantown. Okay. <clears throat> on the other side of the river from you. Okay. And, um it was really a godsend living with them was just an absolute godsend for me. I mean, it really just, they really helped pick me up off the floor and, you know, just being with other people and feeling very supported and loved in that, in the process of going through divorce. Um, and we have recently been talking about moving to San Diego. Like I'm thinking about moving to San Diego. They are also because they have their dog. Just I heard you slip that in a couple moments ago. I was like, wow, have you lived in San Diego before? No, I have not. But I have a very close friend who lives there and I visit often. Yeah. So, well, uh, I mean, yeah. I That's I don't know the ideal know. weather. That's the ideal weather for someone with MS to live. That's the ideal. Okay. Environment. So really? perhaps. Well, it is quite ideal. High school. It's awesome. yeah you're welcome yeah I mean I don't know how you know so whatever there's a lot of there's a lot of it's it, it's not you know imminent let's just put it that way it's just something that's sorry uh, for like interrupting your flow with the stream so yeah so that's who these friends are yeah so that's who these friends are and um and also the the you know I I immediately had to call Barbara Jean and tell her this dream because Scott is is a construction person. He does, you know, and he's always like 
Yes. Nothing's ever finished. It's always like, she's always <laughs> complaining about that. Like, oh my God, this, you know, this project isn't finished and there's tools around and there's ladders everywhere. And like, there's so, so many couples like this. <laughs> yeah. She so appreciates that he's actually like doing things, you know, for her and for the home. And, and he's so talented, but he just somehow completing the projects is, it seems like a challenge for him. So oh, there's that oh, reality, there's a, you know, that, that reality check. Yeah. I, none of us ski. I don't know if she's Barbara Jean skis. We never skied together ever. I don't even ski. So that's, don't know why that happened in the dream. Uh, none of the clothes that I was picking up or looking through or looking for uh, were familiar. Pa pause a moment. Yes. Let's look at the skiing. So it sounds pretty adventurous. And you say that in your title, right? right. Say it again, the title. Just an adventure. An adventure. So that's some... Um, I mean, I don't ski, but I did in fifth grade. <laughs> That's some adventuresome skiing, downhill skiing. It feels mm, to totally. So are you a skier? I'm not a skier. No, I just I just said that I don't ski at all. Oh, I mean, I have skied like yeah. here and there, but I really yeah, don't yeah, yeah. at all. I mean, I've got two hip replacements, and it makes me nervous to even think yeah. about it. Yeah, I'm sure I'd probably be fine, but like you know, don't want to don't want to ruin that anyway it doesn't matter i just don't ski it's not my thing look at the you know what is that like rushing downhill so clear they're having such a good time that i'm gonna do it again i just need to get something <laughs> but um the downhill skiing there's sort of like a a freedom it's like the wind the winds of change you know, it feels to me like the winds of change. Mm. And, um, and so then you, um, if I am the dreamer, then I'm looking at winter clothes, but everything is like puffy sweaters that are pastel colors. Like bright colors, very bright. <laughs> oh, bright like neon. Yellow <laughs> Yeah, very bright okay. very 60s it's all very 60s the colors oh, okay you know they're kind of like flowers yeah 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 but it, yeah so, yeah um, oh that's fun yeah. so we, we've talked about you've had clothing dreams yes you know, that's like a repeating theme which is so yeah. fascinating to me and we've talked about I think Robert Moss had said to someone who also had had a dream that she was changing clothes and he was like yeah we're we're just trying to find what fits our garment now you know like that's something like that like like oh this won't do you know and right anymore right anymore. This, right right mm -hmm. no that, uh, that really works that really works for where i feel like i'm at in my yeah. life yes what who i am now what what's what's yeah. going to What's my style? Who 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 yeah. am I in the world? Yeah, for, absolutely for sure. That that suits. Um, and you know, maybe if I could just riff a little bit here on the whole thing, you know, the significance of certain things. There's really so much in this for me um, that applies to my kind of waking life. Yes. Um, I don't ski, but the adventure, like the taking taking me out of, I'll say, yeah, taking me out of the ordinary, mm -hmm. right? Just being taken out of the ordinary where 
you know, it's just this adrenaline. It's just a kind of a rush where you can only focus on exactly what's happening in this exactly. moment. Exactly. I crave that beyond anything else that I could want and crave is to be oh. present. <laughs> it's like, I guess we all have that goal in some way, right? Be present. If we in have that goal. I feel like if we have that goal, that's when we're blessed. Yeah, well, that's true, right? Not everybody has that. No. Knows to even yeah. look for that goal, you know? That's a very good point. So I guess I would say I am blessed with that. <laughs> but I'm not there. I don't, you know, do you ever get there? I don't know. But anyway, that, that felt like... a cottonwood tree behind you? Uh, no, right behind me right here. Yeah. That's what? This is an apple tree. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. And and I get apples, like actual eating apples. This one, this little pink thing right here. Yeah. I don't know what that is, actually. It's just ornamental, but it's so pretty. So pretty. It's, I don't know if you can see it, but it has like the branches are oh, kind I, of. Like, oh, no, I don't. Like the flowers are pink, but the branches themselves are almost like a purpley kind of color. It looks like you have like a, like a, a landscape painting behind yeah. you that you're in your little <laughs> adobe house. Yeah, well, I, yeah, it's really such a sweet little setup here. It's a beautiful landscape. Yeah. Those are right here. These are yes. those are um, lilacs, but they're not in bloom oh. yet. Oh, I was just thinking of lilacs last night. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I can't wait for those. So yummy. In my in my manifestation, you know, visualization, I always try to be present, you know, and and take in the senses because that's what I have learned from different you know masters and so I was like okay so I could feel like my feet on the squishy earth right beside like a like a river and the grass like you know sticking to my feet and you know I could hear like the birds singing or um and I was smelling I was like what do I smell and I was like okay I smell lilacs <laughs> So I think that's the most beautiful scent I have ever. It is. Ever like, uh, I agree. It is absolutely <laughs> on the top of my list of most gorgeous scents yes. yeah, on the planet. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's pretty intoxicating. Yeah. Anyway. Remind me, how does this dream uh, unfold, unravel, uh, you know, at the end? Yeah, so let's see. Um, does it actually unravel in any way? Um, no, it just ends where I'm shuffling through clothing and feeling a little bit anxious right. because they're waiting for me. They're waiting for me in the car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, about... they're in the car. I was picturing them waiting for me up at ski mountain. No, I think they're in the car. We all get back in the car and they uh, we were like, yeah, let's go up again. But I, I said, I have to go get some things. I have to pack. I have okay. to. Pack. Oh, maybe you were staying out. It's no, like, I, there was no, no feeling of, no, there's okay. no feeling that I'm staying overnight or anything. Okay. It just feels okay. like I don't know what I'm packing for, but I'm yeah, just packing. Enigma. I love it. He's close. And um, the toilet part. So yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that is. I well, I have some ideas. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't feel significant, but it felt like it was such a good. You know, I, I've had so many, and and you know, in history, so many people have had toilet overflowing dreams mm -hmm. and and experiences of like you know different different things, but 
like shit backing up into my to my bathtub <laughs> you know when I lived I don't even remember where but um so now I'm trying to remember what Jeremy Taylor of blessed memory used to say I think for him it was the difference between like peeing or pooping mm-hmm. you know and I think when it was pooping he was like we have to like unlearn some of the things that were imbued on us in our childhood like stamped on us like any like ignorant parent or either taught not the way that one would believe or whatever like pooping is really it's almost like transmuting like transmutation (laughs) and and peeing wasn't so harsh and I can't I think there's also kind of a cleansing aspect right to peeing I feel I, like yeah like that is like that's more like a um a release yeah I, like a release I don't know I don't have pooping dreams so I don't really I've never right, I don't know. right right <laughs> I don't know what that is for me but I you Stephen know Larson, Stephen Larson is fond of telling a story about Carl Jung and uh one of his and sons that comes to see him and has has a dream that he's upstairs making a giant poop. <laughs> and and that's what he leads in, in the therapy session. So I think it's quite funny. Um, but yeah, and it's interesting because turkey vultures, you know, they eat carrion, they eat mm-hmm. or, um After they do that, they pee on their legs to sterilize them. Hmm. Oh, and that's interesting. Hmm. Did not know that. Yes. Well, I none. Of my, there's nothing in my dream that was about pee or poop. It just was like somebody I don't know. else's. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just. It was basically that. That the that couldn't be. It couldn't be flushed. Yes. So that's kind of interesting. Like Locked. somebody. Locked. Locked. somebody else's stuff in a way yes. like somebody else's like else block. but in a way it's stifling me right i need to well keep... that's right that's true i mean it i don't know whatever it didn't have any Maybe of that I just have to you know just look I, I like to like hold hold the symbols loosely and just mm-hmm. think oh this kind of fits that or you know it's somebody's uh block uh, interfering with me is my question that I would ask myself. You know, the only thing I can say is that, you know, imagining or thinking about living with other people in a lot of ways is very, very appealing to me. So mm-hmm. the ways in which it isn't, yes. right? Which is like, oh, you have to deal with other people's shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, literally. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. really, but... Like have to deal with other people's shit. So, and it's true, you know, it's true. And I, I guess, you know, there is something in my psyche, in my waking life, even, or you know, that I think thinking about that. If I am going to live with people, you know, some way, shape, or form, whether it's a partner or like a group roommate or friends or whatever, yeah, Yeah, really, it's awesome. That's awesome. What? I'm sorry, you were talking over me, so I didn't hear. It's awesome that the dream was so like explicit i love when our the dream symbols 
kind of come in with a like yeah, it, holding a flag like <laughs> yeah it did feel like there's there's not a big mystery here yeah like a lot of you know <laughs> and so the other interesting thing that I want to say is that um like a couple of days after this this was this past Sunday I woke up and I didn't even make the connection really but I was like oh my god I cannot just do the same thing I always do today I just I I, I have got to get the fuck out of here yes. like I haven't had a, I don't know, vacation I haven't had a real change I just had to get so I just decided to like go to Taos which is just like an hour and 10 minutes away or love whatever it, love it and I was like oh, I'm gonna take the high road and I'm gonna do, you know just have this I didn't know what I was really gonna get up to I just knew I had to get out and it took me like third of the day to kind of like go through all my you know you know how like you think you're gonna be in some new adventure and and but you're you're just yourself oh in the day, like yes. wherever you are so that's kind of how it was but at, at some point <laughs> something shifted and it was just a, I just want to tell the story of this day yeah. in a very brief yes, fashion so I end up at this lovely um it's called the farmhouse cafe and it's just a lovely little breakfast spot and it's pretty popular and so I'm there and there right next to it there's a, a, a gallery that has a sculptor who does these wind sculptures and they're just gorgeous they're just gorgeous like they catch the wind and they spiral oh, around I have some, some wow. um and because the gallery is right next to the cafe the cafe has all of these sculptures and they're literally right. just one right next to the other right. so I have this magical moment where I'm just sitting on this chair that happens to be plunked in the middle of the sun in the middle of this like garden of wind sculptures. And I finally, after all of the mind chatter, of, Oh my God, there was so much traffic and I'm so grumpy and yeah. I know I'm on an adventure, but I feel the same, like whatever my, my mind was just like, like vomiting all this stuff. I finally settled in and I was like, Oh my God, this is so magical. And then from there on, I ended up having, I ended up meeting this guy, not nothing romantic or sexual or anything. It's just he had a pup, a two month old puppy. <laughs> we just ended up sitting at the tra this trailhead in a parking lot on the yeah. ground. Like he gave me this flower of a branch that he was carrying. Oh, and I gave him a feather that I had picked up. And he's like, Oh, I make this is so serendipitous because I make dream catchers and I've got them in my van. You know, he lives in his van, a little bit yeah. homeless. I don't know, almost, but he lives in a van. And, puppy. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. The, oh, the type I would have been all about when I was 20. <laughs> so I, so I, you know, I, I ended up having this incredibly magical experience with this guy. I mean, we just yeah. sat and had these, this incredible conversation, this really, um, you know, he was, he definitely was a different thinker, different kind of thinker. <laughs> and he thinks differently about things than I do in a certain way, but, but it was okay. And like, he would say things and I'd be like, I don't know if I really believe that. Like I was, I was so myself with him yeah. and it was just really magical. And he ended up giving me a dream catcher with the feather that I gave him. He put oh. the feather in the dream catcher that I picked and gave it to me. Oh, so it was just a beautiful, magical yeah. day. And I, I dropped for you. Well, I guess I just want to say the whole thing was like about having an adventure. Yes. And I already kind of was on oh, about a dream that I needed in some kind of an adventure Love where it. I could be put in the moment. Exactly. And there was this thing, there was this person, there was this moment. And um, and I took it. I just Love took it. And, and it was, yeah. So anyway, thank you for letting me share that because it actually felt like a weird dream. That. That's what, when, you know, when we, we, 
here, everything that befalls a human being happens first in a dream. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a verse in the Talmud. And then, so even though it's different things, like downhill skiing isn't mm-hmm. reflected in what uh, happened in waking life, mm-hmm. it's it's an adventure. So there's an adventure there and causing me to be very present which is what the dreamer had said. And then I have this adventure. So I love that. I love seeing like however loosely they are mm-hmm. connected. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Really, really, really. really. That's yeah. And, you know, like I said earlier, there wasn't this, the dream was very clear. It wasn't very like super mysterious, really. You know, yeah. there was just a lot of things that made sense in terms of what I know about these people and, yeah, um, you know, yeah. And there's one thing that you're glossing right over, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's maybe maybe you might want to think about getting a puppy. <laughs> oh, oh no, I can't, I can't have a I can't have a dog. I Trust forgot. I thought oh, about it a thousand times, and that I just was like, cry a, a new puppy, the the like water heater, like belly, that likes smooth hairless belly of a puppy and the little alligator teeth <laughs> puppy breath i mean there's so much to love about a puppy yes, yes there is i'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> when you move to san diego just make sure that you can have a puppy yeah yes yeah yeah it's oh, yeah. birds yeah the New Mexico birds kind of like a perfect moment in the day where it's not too usually it's very windy this time of year and it's actually very gentle this morning so it'll probably get a little windier later but yes appreciating that right now Mm. I have um, I have chimes that I would maybe send you to hang right up there (laughs) Well, I actually have like around the corner, like sort of around this corner here is yeah. where the front door is. And there's some little chimes that were here, you know. Oh, lovely. Somebody put them up just a little, very, yeah. very sort of a high pitched kind of a, yeah, yeah, little chimes. You barely hear them. Nice. But, I, I have the same, an identical situation here in my apartment. Someone left their little tingly chimes and uh, I just keep them there. Yeah. Very sweet, and sometimes I can hear them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So, is there anything that you want to share? Or... You know, I, I don't know. I don't think my dreams. I mean, I have been writing them down, but again, it's the problem of judging one's own dreams instead of seeing what could be interesting in it. It was something about politics. It was just something I don't even want to entertain (laughs) and um but I did want to say something when you were talking about like who am I now how do I express myself now who am I now and I was thinking how very much like parenting that question is I loved looking at Phelan and Lev I love looking at them like who is he now you know a person changes so much and especially we notice it in childhood and especially at puberty, you know, and there's a, little, a lot of change. But um, uh, that's always been 
you know, the living question. It's like, who, who is this person now? Yeah. So I think yeah. we should give ourselves permission to also change, change our mindset, change yeah. something in our life that we're not happy with. You know, we have to allow ourselves the change that we delight in with our children. Yeah, and almost like we have to be our own witness to the change. Yeah. Right? Because it's hard to see how we're changing or what what it needs to look like, you know, what clothes I, I need to put on now. Yeah. It's hard to see that from within yourself. And so, yeah. you know, some of the work I do in the in authentic movement and some of the coaching work I'm doing is really about like teaching people how to be the witness, how to be able to be like, kind of almost separate some part of yourself and kind of yes. be over watching yourself yes. go through your, you know, your, your life a little bit. And yeah, that right. doesn't look right anymore. <laughs> Those clothes don't fit me anymore. Yes. <laughs> Just a objectification of oneself. I don't even think it's an objectification. We're not saying. I'm no, right. For a little, but it's, uh, you know, a, a view of oneself from outside oneself <laughs> yeah. disembodied view yeah there's a little uh, bit it's really it i actually think it's kind of a version of you know god spirit the god in us you know the god that yeah. I don't like the, I don't, the word god doesn't ever really resonate with me but what, what is just our ability to change and grow and no i mean change. like the aspect of ourself that is witnessing is the oh, aspect yes. of ourself that is you know oh, yes. self with the capital s or spirit or oh, yes. the, the, the you know the matrix or the god or goddess or you know the higher power whatever you want the energy that is everywhere whatever you want to call that you know, that it's, that it's something, it's that aspect of who we are as humans, you know, it's the spirit aspect of ourselves. It's kind of like able to look at the human aspect. Well, it's the Holy Ghost. Well, I don't know, because I'm Jewish, but the Holy Ghost is, is like the Shekhinah. It's the feminine aspect of God, yeah. you know, and I just feel like that, that's, so prevalent in our lives however we understand it you said you don't like the word god like that yeah, to that but you know where did you will you know whatever it is right that i do believe in something i you know i absolutely yeah. have you know faith and in, in something i don't know if I, a faith is the right word but i definitely believe that there's there's an animating force that yeah this can't we can't be doing this on our own we can't have this human person into like you know whatever just yeah that's what israel you probably know this means god wrestler i don't think i know that but i don't think i remembered that yeah it was uh remember the story of jacob and esau and then the mother rebecca um pretends the younger son is like the older son so she even puts like a like a chest hair like from a lamb or whatever and the father gives his blessing to Jacob who's younger than Esau and then um and then at some point Jacob falls asleep on a stone let's talk about that imagery <laughs> like what is that falls asleep on a stone and um dreams about angels going up and down a ladder up 
and down that direction first and um wrestles with the angel like tell me your name and um and the angel gave jacob the name israel like and and that means god wrestler hmm. is that the story of jacob's ladder yeah okay yeah and I hope that's correct. And if it's not, I'm sorry. I'm trying to like, it's all mythology. You know, I'm just trying. Yeah, to... yeah it's interesting. Perfect. I'm not that interested. I mean, not that I'm not interested, but I, I don't necessarily gravitate towards, gravitate towards those stories. But, um, you know, they are interesting in the, um, I don't know, like what it all means. Zeitgeist. <laughs> You know, like what it means energetically or like, you know, um, ess the essence of it. What is the essence? What are we talking about here? The story itself, the people, the characters don't really matter. It's like, what's the essence, you know, like. I've always been really interested in mythologies. And of course, you know, one's own religion. It's harder to see objectively like mythology. But, um, you know, I liked reading about African creation stories or Aboriginal or, um, you know, Japanese, mm -hmm. Japanese ways of looking at dreams and mm -hmm. um, you know, a whole host of different cultures. And um, so I, I am into Bible stories, <laughs> but I'm into other stories too. Not I'm, I'm very Bible curious stories. to know how other cultures explore dreams or what, what is different about the way they look at a dream. Uh, yeah. That would be an interesting totally. discussion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll have to explore that. Amongst all the other things. I'm As Robert Moss says, dreams give us homework. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I think there's truth to that and yeah. in a certain way. Yeah. It's good kind of homework. It's like digging. digging oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't want to do it, you don't do it. <laughs> you know? What was that? If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You get what you you get what you give. Get what you put in. <laughs> get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> All right, Ellen. Well, thank you so much for sharing your reading. Thank you. And it's great to see you as always. Yeah. And uh, until next time. And listeners, we hope you enjoyed. Enjoyed. I was stumble over that word. And we will see you next time.